Hello and welcome to the T's and C's podcast. My name is Tasha Duffy. And I'm Christine Barnes. We're all guilty of sending podcast length voice notes, so we decided to share them with you. In this week's episode, we have empowerment specialist Nicola Connolly Byrne. She has helped me with her tools to change my life and give me the light that I was missing. She tells us how it all started and how to stay in our own lane. Welcome, Nicola. Hello. Thanks very much for having me. Yeah, it's just deadly. So I know Nicola because I was going through a really bad time. Yeah. Like a re- I was a shell of myself. Really bad, like time. And someone, I went to therapists, like, and they, as I called them, nodding dogs, they just yeah. sat there and said, and how does that make you feel? Uh, and I was like, ah, what? <laughs> like hated it. I absolutely hated it. And then someone recommended Nicola and I was like, okay. And the minute I met her, like you're warm, your energy. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to like it here. Oh. But she gave me homework. I yeah. love that. And that was what I needed at the time. I didn't need someone to just sit there and nod. Yeah. I needed I needed help with like finding out what I needed to do. Yeah. And Nicola was like, right, bring in your A4 pad. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and she was like, let's go. Like, you know what I mean? And straight mm. away I was like, okay, like this is what I needed. And from that day, I still use your sayings, everything in my head. Like, mm. and I, I noticed that I do it to people as well. Like my friend said something the other day and I said, no, change your language there. Oh, brilliant. I said, change your language. Very good student, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so I was like, um, like, don't say I can't. Yeah. Like, or don't say I won't. Or yeah. like, I'm like, change your language. And then she was like, where'd you get that from? Like Nicola, <laughs> like all the time. But you know what's gas is I do the same with you. Yeah. So you you came to me when you were very young. Yeah, yeah, I was. At the time, you would have been one of my youngest clients. Really? Now I have very, I have much younger clients yeah. now because that's now how you bad deal it's with getting. kids. And yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you came to me, and you described yourself very well when you said I was a shell of myself. Yeah. I actually got shivers in my body when you said that because you were. Yeah. You were you, you, your energy, you just felt really hollow. Yeah. And you needed to be filled up correctly from the inside out. Yeah, that was it. And you really did listen. Yeah, but I use you as an example all the time. I have a couple of stories that you would have shared with me that I share then with my clients, or even That's if so I'm good. in my Aww. workshops. Now, obviously, I do it um, anonymously. Yeah, yeah. I don't start going. Well, well me and Tasha you done now. this. When I tell you what Tasha did, <laughs> this yeah. bitch. She's actually no. writing a book on you. Did you not know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to yeah. stop. Yeah, <laughs> she's what she's really drawing a few chapters. She needs so an update. <laughs> but what's brilliant about looking at Natasha now is is that. I remember I gave you, you're calling them homework, but they're called soul works, okay. right? Because it's for your soul. Right, yeah. And I remember you you were totally, and you used to take lots and lots of notes. Oh, everything, like yeah. Like you were, you were writing, you were, it was like a thesis you were writing. Yeah. And you took a lot of notes. And then one time I gave you soul work and you went, right, now I'll be back next week. And I said, right, and we'll discuss that then. And you came back to me and you had written the opposite, yeah. the exact polar opposite of what I'd asked you to do. Yeah. So you wrote it in the negative tense rather than in the positive tense of what you actually wanted, yeah. right? And I let you finish it. Now, I knew when you started it that you'd done it arseways, yeah. right? But I let you finish it because I wanted you to feel it. Yeah. And then by the end, your face was twisted and you were like, that's not what you asked me to do. Yeah. You actually asked me to do it that way. That was but a what, really good impression. But <laughs> what was. it really proved was, was that everybody is hardwired for negativity. Yeah. And her instinct was, 
to do it in the current negative tense. Yeah. So you were putting out into the world everything that you didn't want. Yeah. And I was attracting it. And you, exactly, because your vibe attracts your tribe, you were putting that out and that's exactly what you were vibrating back towards you. 100%. So when, and I remember going through like, fine tooth comb every line and every word in every line and it took a long time yeah. to reverse everything that you had said at the time but we did it and I know I was a pain in the high end of your hoo-ha at the time and it, it felt difficult like it felt really difficult I knew that I felt very comfortable for you but you went home and you redid it and you came back to me the following week and you were like Bambi yeah. coming into the room delighted with your life being able to present the work and the reason why I did it with you the way that I did is because I knew that you'd never forget the discomfort yeah. of the lesson. Yeah. But you did. No, 100%. And, and you've applied it all. And I take great pleasure in watching you. Yeah. And I do, like, even I, I, I met her in a pub in where we lived the other day. And um, I was like, showed her my ring. And she was like, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, like, I'm engaged. Like, I'm happy. And she was just like, oh. Like, where is he? Yeah. And Gary was like, I'm here. Unsure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I turned into um, yeah. me, Mammy Federer's got I know. Yeah. yeah. But no, you honestly like changed the person that I was. Like I I was this really sad, sad. Like I, I always say my 20s, I was my saddest, yeah. the saddest human ever. Yeah. And you gave me all the tools. You gave me everything that I needed. And the minute I turned 30, I was like, ah, oh, you nailed it. You nailed it. I'm about. glad that you changed your language there because you said you changed me and then you changed it and yeah. you said you gave me the tools. Yeah. Because I don't have the power or capacity yeah. to change anything. Yeah. yeah. But you have the power and capacity to pick up the tools yeah. and then take action with and them. And that's what it was. Like, so many people say, you find your therapist and blah, blah, blah. And you never actually, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. But then I did. Yeah. I found my therapist and I found the one that I needed at that time. Yeah. And I remember I used to have wobbles. Mm. So, like, I hadn't come to you for a few yeah. weeks. And I'd, like, I'd message her straight away when, like, something happened. Something would happen. And I'd be like, Nicola, I need to see you now. And Nicola would be like, oh, I'm not for it. Like, and you did. And then you'd be like, but look, like, you can do it. And you'd be fine and I'd be like oh okay I, so it was the instant fear that something went wrong yeah and then I'd be like Nicola I need to see you now like I like I really like this is an emergency like and she'd be like she'd send me vo always voice now and she'd be like just remember like blah 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 this and that and I'd be like all oh, right okay yeah, yeah I'm grand actually what am I doing like, you just needed just, to ground yourself that was it and I yeah. had to just go back read over my notes have a little sit down for a minute and then I was like oh, I'm grand I have this yeah I have this and then I would be fine like I really yeah. would yeah, but it was the pot you changed. You helped me change my mind, and she does that as well. Oh, yeah. Like she was like, "What did she say?" <laughs> <laughs> you helped me change my mind from a very negative, sad mind to a positive mindset. Well, that is just music to my yeah. ears. It, it, it brings me so much joy. And I, I say that to everyone. I'm like, you need to go to Nicola because you're relatable. Maybe I don't know if it's a Dublin thing, yeah. but you were always relatable. Like, like yeah. I tell you something, you'd be like Tasha, and I'm like, yeah, but like you weren't that intense therapist that was yeah. sitting there well, judging you. Well, we need to you. make it clear for the people that I'm not a therapist. Well, what are you? Yeah, well, I'm not a therapist. I'm an impairment specialist. Impairment specialist, yeah. yeah. Because, listen, therapy didn't work for me either, Natasha. Yeah, yeah, I remember you saying and that. And I said that in my own TED Talk. You know, I went around the houses. I had more counsellors than I had new brass. So <laughs> I did, it's not like I didn't try. I did yeah. try. Yeah. Um, it just, there wasn't enough action no. Uh, there was a, there was too much wallowing in the story 
for me to be I, I just wanted I was like well, right, well, what needs to be done here now Yeah. what are we doing um, and there wasn't enough direction and I know that there's certain types of therapy where they're not allowed to do that but I wish they had told me that start yeah <laughs> you know? well speaking of the start maybe let's go back a little bit and find <clears throat> how you found your journey yeah dealing with therapy or wanting to get involved with bettering yourself and bettering other people how did you yeah. get into this field how, what did you go through when you were younger did you have to deal with these tools or there's not enough time on this <laughs> podcast to go through all that I'll give you, I'll give you the, a shortened version I'll give you the, uh, the, the, the shortened version for sure the condensed version so I would have grown up in a very hard working class area where there was high unemployment a lot of addiction a lot of violence narcissism Robbed cars, lack, um, very little emotional support. I was on my own quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was given an extraordinary high level of responsibility way too young. Um, so you can read between the lines there. Yeah, of course. And yeah. I was left in very vulnerable positions mm-hmm. where I was taken advantage of. So believe it or not, and every time I say this, Tash, I swear to God, it's like as if I'm making it up, but I swear to God I'm not. Yeah. I decided when I was seven that what I was looking at around me wasn't for me. I just kept going, ah, no, 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 that's, no, no. Now, when I get big now, I won't be doing that. And when I get big, I'm going to be doing this. I didn't know what the this was. Yeah. Back then, you know what I wanted to be? Yeah. I wanted to be, um, you know, when people would write into newspapers or magazines? Like an columnist. agony aunt. Yeah, like an agony aunt. No way. Yeah, I did. I only said this to, to my team. You always wanted to help people. I really did. Yeah. Wow. Because I used to be, like, I, I look at everything very analytically and from a very mathematical point of view. I'm like, right, there's that problem, but there's that solution. So if that action gets taken and you add it to that, then, then it's going to be, it's going to be deadly over there. So why are you not doing that? Yeah. yeah. I get very confused. <laughs> like, yeah. Why are yeah. people not doing yeah. that making life hard for yourself yeah like. yeah but um I started writing when I was about seven and my only form now you have to remember I was born in 1976 so you're talking early 80s here yeah. way before you two were born <laughs> right uh so the only there was no internet there was yeah. no phones yeah there was me my pen my paper and I had a children's pocket bible now, I'm not even religious, but I would have been surrounded by a lot of religion at yeah. the time. So at the back of my pocket Bible was like an index of feelings. So there was like love, hate, fear, joy, pleasure. So I would go and find what I was feeling. The word. Yeah. And then I would go and look up the parable. No way. And I would try, I would read the parable over and over and over again until I had some kind of general understanding of it as a seven plus year old, mm-hmm. right? And I would try and apply it to my life. But I, I used to pray a lot to the angels back then. Yeah. Uh, I just used to pray. I just, yeah. I, I used to feel connected to something. I didn't know what the something was. Yeah. I just knew that there was something there out there that yeah. was bigger than me or what was going on in underneath the, the roof of my home. Um, so, yeah, through a lot of very, very difficult um, life experiences, I go into far more detail now in the TED Talk uh, I don't go into a whole lot of detail but I go into more detail yeah. I'll let your listeners um, read between the lines with that but I just decided that's not for me and I just want to be better I yeah. just want to live better I just want pe- I actually just wanted peace I just wanted peace mm. and I, I said to a, a client of mine the other day 
it was in the live Q&A for, for, on, for Soul Steps on Tuesday, actually. I can recall the first time I experienced peace. I didn't know what to do with myself. Really? I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I didn't, it scared me. It was brand new. Wow. Like, it was a new feeling. A brand new feeling. Didn't know what to do with it. And it scared the shit out of me. Because I was like, right, my man and dad are Grant. My brother's Grant. My husband's Grant. My kids are Grant. The house is clean. Nobody's asking me to be anybody or go anywhere or do anything. And that's what I was left with. That gap of silence. I was like, oh. I, 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 what? Because I was so used to running over there to fix this, yeah. running over there to fix that. They need, need me. She needs me. He needs me. I need to go there and bring that there for them and then this and that and then they'll be all right and then when they're all right then that's going to have a knock-on effect on them over there and then when I have them over there all right then I can go back to my family. Does that sound familiar, Christine? <laughs> I'm like bright red. That's all she does. Right. <laughs> yeah. Fix a lot. Oh God. Miss I know the feeling. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to Did say you know I know the saying? feeling. Yes. Yeah. So I can recall the first time that I experienced peace peace and I didn't know what to do Jesus. with my little self. Mm. And it scared me, but then I just now I'm just like bring it on. More of that. Yeah. Bring yeah. it on. And then the internet happened and that was great crack. Yeah. So I was able to do all this research on personal spiritual development myself. Yeah. Then I went off on my own tangent and did all my own research and went and did loads of little courses and traveled lots of places to listen to people that nobody else in Ireland had heard of at the time. And my father used to call me a white witch. <laughs> you're a mentalist, you're a white witch. Uh, nobody knows what you're talking about. And this was like 20 years ago before. Yeah empowerment or personal mm. development was popular or wellness all of these Self-care. buzzwords that yeah. are flying around people just thought I was a mentalist yeah back then uh, but now it's like I've done my homework pals yeah. 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 <laughs> you better step up yeah you better know what you're talking about when you're talking to me yeah um so yeah here we are but I fell into this like I didn't plan it. Yeah. I didn't plan it. And how did it end up being a career then? Yeah. So. so how it ended up being a career was my son was born really, really ill. Okay. And he really Sorry is to lucky that. to be here. Thank you. Yeah. And we only explained to him during the summer just how sick he was. Really? Yeah. How old is he he's now? 18 he's 18 now. Wow. Yeah, he's 18. And um, it, we were on holiday and he was like, so what was it like when I was small and when I was sick? So we explained it to him and it was the first time that he actually had a big, huge ball cry about it all yeah. since he was born. Um, and then he got upset. He was like, I didn't realise it was, it was so bad, bad or how difficult it was for you, you know, because yeah. me and Neil didn't see each other for about two years. We just kept passing each other by in, in, in hospital hour, corridors, yeah. you know, but I decided that I wanted to understand. I know that everything is energy. Yeah. And I wanted to understand how the energy was working in his body. Because he was forgetting how to breathe. Wow. So we had a thing called laryngomalacia, which is a floppy larynx and it comes in different levels. But he was like extreme. He was really at the the worst end of it. Mm -hmm. And he was attached to a monitor and the monitor beeped 24-7. And I was thinking, I am never sleeping ever again. But you actually learn to love the beeping because the beeping means that your child is alive. alive. And then if he stops breathing after a couple of seconds, an alarm goes off and you have to go and resuscitate your child. So I wanted to know how the energy was working in his body. So I went and I studied Reiki. And I took it very seriously. Like people can become a Reiki master within a couple of weeks. 
I hate all that gig. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not into that now. Mm. If you're gonna be doing stuff like that and you're gonna be dicing around with other people's energy, you need to know what the fuck you're talking mm. about mm. and you need to take it seriously. So I took four years to do that. I, I took it like a like an actual degree. Yeah. Uh did my own work on myself as I was going. Uh went deeper and deeper and deeper with my own personal development and unblocking my own um issues, uh, which I did do and continue to do which everybody needs to continue to like, there's no mountaintop where you go, I've made it. Yeah, I'm no. fixed. It doesn't happen. And um, we're just always trying to heal. That's mm. just the way that it is. So after Jamie um, was a good bit better and people heard that I was a Reiki master, people were like, can I come to you for Reiki? And there's a rule where you're just not allowed to say no. Oh, really? So I was like, yeah, okay yeah. then. <laughs> so bought myself a plinth. And people were coming for sessions. Then it was like I'd waiting lists. Then it just got bananas. Then I was realizing over time, people are coming back with the same issues, yeah. thinking, I just need to get on this table. She's going to unblock it. And then I'm going to go home and everything's going to be rosy in the garden. Yeah. And that's fine for the moment. Yeah. But when you go home, you're going to go back and slip back into the same behaviors and create the same blockages. Are the same issues. You're going back to this, the issue basically every night. Yeah, always revert. Yeah, always revert. So organically and just really authentically said to a girl one day, listen, I have this like writing tool that I use for myself. Do you want me to share it with you? And she was like, yeah, okay. So I gave her a couple of exercises that I had written for myself over the years. Mm -hmm. And then I started doing it with more people. And then I was doing half of the writing work inverted commas and half Reiki so people would get 30 minutes of discussing what they had written and then 30 minutes of Reiki and now this, you have to remember this is like nine and ten years ago yeah and um because I haven't practiced Reiki since then uh and then one day a girl came I can still see her little face and the error was up and I didn't realize I hadn't managed the time correctly and there was somebody else outside the door waiting to come in and I, we were doing the writing work for the hour. And I said, I am so sorry. I've really mismanaged my time. I'd like you to come back next week for a complimentary hour. And we'll do the Reiki then. Because in my world, people were still coming for Reiki. Yeah. yeah. But I had, the, the dial had tipped over into something like, else. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know what the something else was. So she was like, no, I'm coming back for this. Whatever this is. I'm coming back for this. And I was really taken aback with that. I was like, oh, okay then. I don't know. What <laughs> Whatever is, you want. You've got a complimentary hour. Use it as you like. <laughs> Whatever. So I rang my mentor that night and I was like, Mark, like this is after happening and I don't know what to do. And he was like, well, you can, first of all, you can't call yourself a Reiki master anymore because now you're not practicing Reiki. You're doing something else. So you need to decide what it is that you're doing. And I was like, I don't know what it is. I changed my business name. I think it was like eight times in 13 days because I was having a total identity crisis. I got a message off a pal of mine, Shane. He's like, who are you today? Are you up to something? I'm like, I don't know what. Dodging the tax man. He is. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I was like, I I just don't know. Yeah. So uh, I just then decided... Mark prodded me, let's say, in in a in a space that felt really sore to me. He pushed a thorn that I didn't like, 
And when I said, well, I can't, I can't call myself anything other than Reiki master because I don't know what this is. And he says, that sounds really inauthentic to me, Nicola. And don't throw authenticity on the table yeah. in front of me and expect me not to pick it up and throw it at you. <laughs> because. And hard. Because authenticity is really all I have. Yeah. You know, Natasha will tell you. Today on the podcast is the same as a couple of weeks ago in the bar, yeah. is the same as in my office. Yeah. It's the same. It do, this it doesn't change. This is the height of it. Mm. So authenticity is who I am. It's what I be. Yeah. The end. So he knew what he was doing. He was poking the bear because he knew I'd lose my head then. And uh, I was like, right then. So then I launched I Am Positive Mindset. Yeah. And I stopped practicing Reiki. And I started doing the, the writing work. That's because I started in your house with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how long ago. Well, you yeah. were like the very beginning of yeah. I Am Positive Mindset. Yeah. So then um, after a couple of months, I started an online group because there's only one of me and there's thousands of us. Because mm-hmm. I had to then start looking at scaling. Yeah. So then I had a group. Then I had this vision when I was running one day. I was listening to this brilliant song that really inspired me. Uh, Unconditionally by Katy Perry. And I said to myself, if I could get women to sing that song to themselves, wouldn't that be brilliant? So I went home and I wrote my first workshop and I put the tickets out for sale and they sold really, really. I couldn't believe it. I didn't even want to go to my own workshop. (laughs) I was standing in the background going, I'm not going out there. I'm not going out there. (laughs) And then the first workshop sold out and every workshop since. Has sold out. And that's seven years now. So, yeah. So now you don't have, it's soul, you're, you're based on like soul work, soul chats. So this is the name yeah. of your workshop. So and stuff. all of the, all of the work that I know about personal development, I had to put it into one place. Yeah. So that's in the home of soul works, the soul works community. So all of my written work is now recorded professionally yeah. <laughs> uh, in a studio with a team of people. And it's me speaking about a particular topic and asking you a question for you to delve into the depths of your soul to pull out so that you can get to know yourself on a deeper level. Yeah. Um, and then there's notes then that go along with that, that back that up. And then we discuss that as a group. We discuss it with you as an individual within the group and help you in any area that you're stuck. Now, because it's everything that I know about personal development, it actually takes 15 months to complete the whole lot. Okay. So it really is like a course. Yeah. Um, and it's flying. It's doing really well. The members are just absolutely outstanding. They're, they blow me mind. Yeah. Um, and then I have another group for people who are just not ready for SolWorks. Um, that they think maybe, you know, I'm kind of just not ready to delve into that depth of myself yet. So I have a group called Soul Steps. Okay. And it helps you take the steps towards being open to really doing the, the nitty gritty work that everybody needs to do and then I have soul chats in my own podcast very good isn't so it? yeah mm. and then the speaking and then being guests on other people's shows yeah. and all the rest of it so yeah that's where we are so we're not going out of the park girls I was going to say it doesn't seem like a no. very small thing anymore it's oh, huge oh no no it's massive and I can't yeah. do it on my own like I have a team of people yeah. there's not a chance I'd be able to pull all that off by myself I tell that the girls every. I say that to the girls every day of the week there's not a chance I'd be able to do this on my own yeah. I, I need yeah, I need team. people like it's technical now like it's 
you know, we have back end stuff with how do we house all of the information? How do we drip feed it to people when they need it? Like the, the background stuff that goes on is it takes up the majority of my time now, to be honest. So that's why I siphon stuff off to the team. I yeah. siphon stuff off to me husband. I siphon stuff off to me kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's grand YouTube is your job now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Charlie looks after YouTube for me. No way. Yeah. 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 Jesus. Yeah. It's brilliant. But that's they were amazing. rare. They were rare in that environment. Yeah. You know, they've always she, been around it. Yeah. And she is, Charlie is like, Charlie is 16 now, right? Mm-hmm. My, my baby, my daughter. She's so beautiful. She's just yeah, she's one gorgeous. of the most beautiful humans I've ever met. It is a an honor to be her mother. But she is a living, breathing human that illustrates every single part of the work that I've done, that I've put together. Wow. She She's it. She is living it. And I can see already, um, one of our okay. friends spoke very negatively about herself the other day. And Charlie said, excuse me, yeah, you don't get to talk like that. You don't get to say that about yourself. Absolutely not. And not only did she correct her and pull it up in her, she gave her alternatives. Yeah. And I just sat back and I was like, I'm down. Can I <laughs> actually retire? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to take over, Char? And you for know? a 16 year old girl in this day and age, because I can't imagine, mm-hmm. like, I know we're in our 30s, but I can't imagine being Charlie's age now in this, no. in this very world. Tough. Oh, yeah, I can my niece is 14 and when she's describing stuff to me, I'm like, I don't miss that. Yeah. Not a day of yeah. that no, do I miss. No. So I can only imagine how amazing that is for your 16 year old daughter yep. to have that confidence in her. Yeah, she and really to be does. able to spread it around like her, her worth, group of friends. Yeah. Her worth. She knows her worth. She knows her worth. She Some knows people her people in their 30s, 40s, 50s yeah. wouldn't even know their worth. Yeah. Now, listen, that, that doesn't mean that she doesn't have her wobbles. She no, does. Of course. Yeah. I have me wobbles. I had yeah. a wobble this morning, by the way. She has her wobbles. But on the whole, yeah. she knows who she is. Yeah. She has her list of um, what she'll accept and what she will not accept. You know, like, she, she just, it's like all of the best parts of me and Neil were just poured into her. She's unreal. That's amazing. Yeah. I like for her to hear that. Though. Yeah. Like, it's That's amazing. so cute. I know. But you must be so proud though to know like that you've brought your children up. Mm. Like they didn't turn out like that on their own. No, they didn't. It's very hard work. This is what I'm saying. So, and you should be very proud of yourself and your partner, your husband, that they are the people they are because of themselves, but also a big part because of the two of you. Yeah. And the environment that they grew they grow up in. And I know yeah. that I'm sure you brought them up the way you would have liked to have been brought up. Yeah. In a way. Nobody's and ever to, said that to me before, but yeah. you're actually you've nailed you've you've nailed you've just yeah. nailed it. And you know, because sometimes I think it's funny, like a lot of people would think well, when I was younger, I didn't have money. My parents didn't have money to buy me this. My parents didn't have money to buy me that. So I'm grown now. And when I have my own kids, I'm going to buy them this yeah. and I'm going to buy them that because I didn't have that. But that doesn't make a difference to how that child is feeling. Mm. Whereas if you can change how your child feels as they grow up, mm. that they can grow to be happy and have the tools, like you're saying, mm. to make themselves feel good and know what their worth is. Mm. That's worth its weight in gold. It is. Now, this this comes with a little yellow flag. That doesn't yeah. mean that they're perfect. No, of course humans. not. They're not. Um, 
Jamie can be an absolute brat yeah. at times. Charlie has never been a brat in our life. Never <laughs> in our child. life. I, Golden child. <laughs> she, I swear to God, Charlie and I have had harsh words, I'd say three times wow. in 16 years. And the worst time, the worst time. She couldn't time, talk back. <laughs> Charlie couldn't talk yeah, back. Well way, able. Yeah. She is well able. I mean, when she was a when baby she and she couldn't think back to you. <laughs> yeah. But the worst time we had was we had a, a disagreement. Mm-hmm. Very short words. She walked away. I walked away. We walked away for about 30 seconds. We both walked back towards each other. And as we approached each other, we both said, I'm sorry. It was actually the most beautiful row I've ever had. (laughs) Well, anybody in my life. But when it comes to Jamie, like I just say to him, you know, sometimes Jamie can be very impatient Mm -hmm. and sometimes he can be judgmental. Now he'll kill me for saying this, but... I just say to him, listen, I've done the best that I could do with the tools that I had at the time and you were my first rodeo. Mm. So I made all my mistakes on you and I apologize for that. But I really, I truly, really honestly did do my best. So I'm not saving for university. I'm saving for a much better therapist than I ever could be. And he'd just be laughing at me. (laughs) He's like, yeah. Now I just say to him, I'm saving for a liver now, am I? <laughs> because he's 18 now. He's 18 now. <laughs> I texted him that the other day and he responded, he was like, that's a bit harsh. I said, harsh but true. <laughs> Another thing um, you've always told me and it always stuck with me and I still use it every day is that other people's opinions are none of my business. Yeah, brilliant. And I quote it all the time. I'm like, that's none of it. Like, it's none of my business. Why am I getting worried about it? Mm. Because I have been talked about online before in like horrible ways. Mm. And I've been really down about it and stuff mm. I've talked about it before. But then I get to the stage where I'm like, that's actually none of my, like, mm. they don't know me and they don't mm. know the person that I mm. am. Mm. So it's actually none of my business. Yeah. And I'd still always use. Good. It's none of your business. Well, like, you see. It is none of your business. And if you are absorbing, so you know the difference between absorb and observe, right? This would be work that you and I would have done years ago. If we start absorbing everything that people are saying about us positively, that means that we're going to absorb everything that people are saying about us negatively. Mm -hmm. We've no business in anybody's opinion, opinion, whether it's positive or negative. So I've had people come online and say despicable, despicable mm. things about me up until like only there a couple of weeks ago. Now I'm like water off a duck's back, block, lovely, jog on. Yeah. I've also had people come on and say the most amazing, wonderful things like you have changed my life. You have saved my life. And I'm like, no, I didn't do any of those things. You did that yourself. Yeah. You can take the horse to water, but you can't make them drink. You took the action. You picked up the tools. You did the work. But I can't absorb positive. I can't allow myself to believe the hype of that. Mm-hmm. I can't be- I can't allow myself believe the hype of somebody saying something negative either. Yeah. I just have to stay in my lane. I have to do my job. I have to do the best I can do every day. The only person I'm in competition with is who I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. I just have to be better than I was yesterday. I need to learn something new every day. I need to make sure that I'm uncomfortable. I don't like being comfortable. When you're comfortable, you're not learning. Yeah. So I have to learn something new every day. So if your listeners take anything away from this particular podcast. It is, it sounds really simple that it's none of your business. It sounds really simple. It's 
very, very hard to apply. But when you nail that, that means you have your ego under control. You're operating from higher self and you're going to be far happier. Mm. You know? Yeah. Mm. 100%. Yeah. That's why I was just thinking like the last while, like that's been, I don't even know where I heard it. I heard it somewhere. I was talking to someone and they were like, not my garden, not my weeds. Yeah. And because like you were discussing earlier and why I was, why I was laughing is because I hold responsibility for so many people. Christine has the right out. In my own opinion, like literally, like it's no one's asking me to do this. It's just who I am as a person. Mm. And it's only causing me stress. Nobody else is stressed. I am, but nobody's asking me to be. Yeah. But I've had to learn, like you are all saying, and the way that I heard it or I listened to something and they sometimes visually I can interpret some things more than others. Yeah. So maybe for some people that you would say like, it's not any of my business the way that I visualize it is. Well, it's not my garden. They're not my weeds. Yeah. Not just Eric, it's not your monkeys. Exactly. I can't control any of it. I can't do anything about it. Therefore, why am I beating myself up about it? Mm. And it's really I have hard. A million questions I want to ask you right now. Oh, but it's not my podcast. No, <laughs> maybe we'll maybe have to get later. you on my podcast. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> fun. Can you ask for like one or two? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Are you open to that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. So, was this role assigned to you by yourself, or was there an expectation from somebody else that you were going to be that person? I think I signed it myself. You signed it yourself. Okay. Yeah. And is there one, because I can feel like you're getting emotional now, so I'm not going to push you too no, much forward. Okay. okay. So is there something that you see people make themselves very busy? Yeah. Because they're very trying busy. to avoid. Love being busy. Love being busy. Because yeah. they're what? Because they're trying to <laughs> avoid yeah. things. Mm-hmm. So is there a topic that you're, is there some, is there something that you're avoiding by being busy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We leave it there then. <laughs> As I tear up. Yeah. Yeah, but I think everybody deals with different stuff in their lives. Yeah. But like you said, it's learning how to deal with it and learning for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting still. It's allowing yourself. You see, you're you're not staying still. Yeah. Because if you stay still, then you have to listen to what's going on in your head. And there's an awful exactly. lot of us that don't. I don't like being on my own. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. That's all right. You're allowed to cry. That's okay. You're in a safe space. Yeah. Tasha has you and I'll have you in a minute. Yeah. Um, but I have you across the table. Yeah. But, you know, it's, you know, let this be a lesson now to your listeners, right? Because they they tune in to listen to you guys. Yeah. And it's really important for them to know that you might be these really cool girls in your 30s yeah. with a beautiful studio in the middle of Dublin City Centre. Yeah. And you're talking about all these deadly topics. But you guys have shit going on in the background as well. A hundred percent. And I was actually going to say that earlier on when you were talking about you being in your 20s and being the saddest girl. If you ask anyone who knew her in her 20s, no one would describe her like that. I know. Oh, I know. Because I used to read all the comments. Yeah. Yeah. And you were the queen of masking everything. That's my middle name. But everyone does that. And we have to remember. And that's why when people put out all the time, like just be kind to people. Mm. you never know what's going on mm. behind closed doors behind people's eyes behind anything so mm. there's no point in being negative negative. and what I've said to Tasha like for so long like in t- certain situations in my own life or if I'm talking to her I'm like if I hold like a lot of people say to me like why don't you hold grudges against people I'm like because the only person that I'm hurting is myself yeah agreed agreed I'm, that's when a great I'm way to do it at home it. and I'm like beating myself up about stuff I think are they doing it no no well, yeah. then why am I making myself feel bad mm. for that? So 
I think that's what I've taken a lot, even from the stuff to do with Tasha and yourself. Yeah. Like, because honestly, you've been a ray of light in her life. And I've Aww. watched from the outside. <laughs> no, really. I've watched. I was there yeah. at the sad girl bit. Yeah, I was yeah. there when I was pulling her out of bed or yeah. being like, no, you aren't going to talk to me today. Aww. After you get a shower, we're going to talk. Aww. I'm not having a shower. <laughs> you smell bag. Yeah. yeah, literally. Yeah. But I see her now and I'm not sure if you listened to last week, but there was a situation that occurred last week and I literally said to Tasha, I was like, if this was you three years ago, yeah, this is not how you would have reacted to it. And I'm yeah, so I proud. Like, da, da, da. I wasn't even in that. Truth. Yeah. I wasn't in that the room, those rooms or those conversations with you at all. I don't know what was said. I don't know what happened, but I was there for the whole journey yeah. from the outside looking in. You're a really, really good friend. And what you've she done is. for her. Like, I actually don't know what. Thank you. Oh, well, I'm helping her the but, way you have. But you know what? I didn't do a thing. I spoke. She wrote. She yeah. took action. Yeah. We helped her learn. Yeah. I yeah. Do, you know what, do you know what I did? I opened a door. She had to choose to walk through it. Yeah. yeah. I shone a light. Yeah. But she had to choose to follow it. Yeah. I actually don't do that. And I just say, da-da. This is and then, and then people <laughs> yeah. go, all oh, right, yeah, okay, that looks like that might work. Let's, yeah. let's give that a little jingle and see yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Which are a really good friend. Thanks. You're a really good friend. I love the fact that in the background, you were the pal who was dragging her out of the bed and oh, supporting yeah. her and cheerleading her along. Or she'd be like, I'm coming to your house. And I'm like, no, well, you're not coming in. Like, I just want to be on my own. And she'd be like, well, I, either way, I'm going to be. The kettle's already on. I'm yeah. downstairs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you notice as well, Natasha, the way she steered the conversation from her to back to you? <laughs> Nicola. Nicola. Pro Come on. <laughs> yeah. So listen, can I just offer a piece of advice? Of course. Gladly. I would love, because this is advice for you mm-hmm. and it's also advice for the young women of Ireland and beyond that are, are tuning in to listen to you specifically, right? Yeah. Because you're going to attract in people to your podcast that are just like you. Mm-hmm. Energetically, you can't do anything else but that. Okay. Yeah. So there's, a, there's thousands of other yous out there. Listen to this. If I was in your position, I would get really centered and give yourself the gift of allowing yourself to be still to let everything on the inside settle. Mm-hmm. And I always say, it's like pouring a pint of Guinness. The important stuff rises to the top first. Yes. Because pe- when people come to me, they're like, I just didn't think I would talk about that. I didn't even think that that was an issue. Mm. I didn't think that that would come up today. Mm. And they get really shocked and horrified about the stuff that actually falls out of their mouth within the first 15 minutes. Mm. But you're really young mm-hmm. and you're so vibrant. Your energy is just amazing. Yeah. And I want it to stay like that for you and I wanted to get better yeah I've gone through unfortunately I've been surrounded by death since I'm very very young and yeah. I lost a lot of people when I was very young mm-hmm. especially in my teenage years and that was very very difficult to deal with yeah now I've gone through a spell of literally everybody I feckin' nearly know is dead at this stage the amount of funerals that I've had in the last 18 months if I told you you'd think I was lying yeah right? mm-hmm. if I told you you'd think I was lying and, you know, I've had a couple of health scares, mm-hmm. really serious ones that have knocked me. And I don't want either of you two beautiful women ever gone through that. Yeah. So you owe it to yourself to to do the work on yourself. It's the biggest gift you will ever do yes. ever, because not only will it benefit you and you have to do it for you yeah. first but it will benefit everybody else around you and the people that will come after you. Yeah. And if you think you're deadly now, 
you're going to be even more <laughs> deadly. You're going to be even more deadly when you do do your own personal development journey, yeah. whatever, whatever way you choose to do it. But just allow yourself to be still. Yeah. I'm going to take that on board. I'm going to go do my homework. Now. And listen, <laughs> listen, your soul work, yes. your soul work. Mm, yeah. Yes. Okay. So when is your next workshop or can you plug, plug, plug anything now? Yeah. Well, listen, I don't know when you are releasing this. Yeah, probably well, tomorrow. <laughs> okay. So yeah, but this is brilliant then because my next workshop is next week. Oh, oh really? Yeah. No way. It's the 15th of October. It's a Sunday. Love that. It's 2 to 5 p.m. Okay. It's in the City North Hotel. Yeah. Which is just past Dublin Airport. Yeah. I am changing up the format okay. this time of the workshop and we're going really deep with five topics. I've chosen the top five topics that women come to me as in their challenges and the five topics are, their, are, are the solutions to the, the majority of the challenges mm -hmm. that women come to me with. So it's going to be very much me on the floor with the people at the tables, doing the work with them, with my team. My whole team are coming. We're all probably going to take a table or two each. Um, it's going to be in person and also online. OK. Uh, which is great because then people from other countries can, can yeah. join in. Although other people have flown in for my workshop. Oh, wow. A couple of times. Yeah, a couple of times now. <laughs> Delighted with my life. Uh, it's gas because when they're coming, they send me their ticket like and they send me like oh. they're, they're, they're in the airport and they're screenshotting like Dublin and all. I'm like, is this Real. happening? Yeah. Is this actually happening? I'm going around pinching myself all the time. No going, way. People are actually first of all paying money to hear me speaking. And not only that, they're getting on a plane. Yeah. Mm. I like need a hotel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like it's just bananas, but I love it. Yeah, and this one is going to be absolutely deadly. I've no question in my mind about the power that's coming with this particular workshop, and um, because I'm coming off the back of a crazy ass couple of months with bereavements and all that comes with that. Yeah. So now I'm like, if you think Natasha that I used to cut the bullshit before, this is like I'm going for the juggler. Yeah, I am just going for the juggler. So yeah, I can't wait. I'm really, really excited. Well, we'll share everything tomorrow when we release the episode. We'll yes. share links. We'll share your page. We'll share everything. Thank and you. we think you're a big deal. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> no, you are a big deal. You I think are. yous are a big deal. <laughs> like, as I said, and like I've said previously before, I've said to you, and you know as well, like I genuinely wouldn't be here in this, in this world if it wasn't the tools that you gave me. And I can hand on my heart say that I... I wouldn't like honestly I wow. wouldn't be that's like, massive yeah you're gonna have to give me a minute with that <laughs> I get emotional now yeah and so I want to like say thank you so much for giving me giving me the light to like not give up yeah and to keep going no matter how shit life gets yeah that I am worth it and I am strong and these are just little blips. Yeah. And I got over the little blips yeah. and I am the happiest I've ever been in a, in a very long time. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And <laughs> I am so proud of you. Thank you. Um, I feel like I'm a big sister. Yeah. That's what I feel like. Yeah. And uh, I won't say mommy because I'm not that bad. <laughs> uh, I definitely feel like a big sister or an auntie. Yeah. But when I see you in action now online or even just in the world I'm just like, that's our Natasha. That's my yeah. girl. That's my girl over yeah. there now. That's my girl. And I ignore everybody you see when I'm out because I have to protect her on the knees. I know. And she thought I wasn't talking to her. I was like, 
Excuse me. I was like, she's being real rude. She won't even look over at me. And then the minute I was like, Nicola, and she's like, oh my God, I'm so glad that you said that to me. And I was like, oh, I was wrong? sweating. But yeah. She was sitting from here to oh, here away from me. Yeah. Like for hours. Yeah. And I was like literally in physical pain, trying not to look over. She and wouldn't make eye contact with me. And I was like, like I said hello to our brother now yeah I was like Graham does she just not see me <laughs> like I know I'm a bit behind her but like I'm not like fucking miles behind her but I positioned myself in such a way that I turned my shoulder so that I couldn't look at her yeah but I was so uncomfortable but the minute I said hello she like nearly left over the table and on she was like Ta-da! and she was yeah. like I can't say hello to you first I was like that's ridiculous <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for coming Thanks, in Nikki. not at all going to share it. everything and um, yeah Good luck with Oh girls I could talk to you all night I know Can we not just like Open a bottle of wine or something <laughs> That'd be we great could, Let's do that on Shame your we're podcast. having a sleepover Yeah <laughs> Johnny's and all yeah. yeah That's a good idea Yeah Thank you so much Thanks, It's Nicola. my pleasure Thanks girls Thank you Slan. Be sure to follow us on Instagram At the T's and C's podcast We'll be uploading posts and stories About upcoming episodes and guests And you can also email us At the T's and C's pod At gmail.com Don't forget to follow, rate and hit the bell to receive new episode notifications on Spotify. Bye. Bye!